and welcome to the Morning Skate Podcast. I am Matt Moody, joined by DJ Mitchell. We're here to go through the Tuesday, April 11th, 10-game Daily Fantasy Slate. Um, yeah, DJ, uh, we are in the final week of the regular season. Uh, lots of new faces uh, in the league. Lots of teams uh, having given up on trying to win and, you know, not the wink, wink, nudge, nudge that the half of the the bottom teams have been doing for six months now, but more of the, uh, hey, we're literally not bringing players with us uh, type of variety. Uh, So how are you doing? Uh, How was your weekend? And uh, what's your outlook on this uh, fun filled (laughs) final three, three day stretch of the NHL season? I mean, my weekend was good because most of my betting was the college hockey that I was worried about. And I Quinnipiac, as I mentioned multiple times and on this podcast, I remember saying, this is the bet. Quinnipiac to win the championship. Go for, go get it. They're like, all right, we heard you, DJ. We'll win it. And they did. And um, I spent Easter with some of my family. So they were like, man, you really care about this college hockey game, huh? And I was like, do I ever? Um, <clears throat> so that was nice Sunday pretty lame. I drafted a few best ball teams. So I'm my main focus over there, just getting to that 150. Um, yeah, not, nothing else, nothing else. Hovland, I would have loved to see him get his first major win as I bet him, but alas, um, outlook, uh, I have about 60 or no, not even, I have like 55 teams left to draft. Some of them will be live. I plan on doing a stream myself with maybe someone else or maybe a couple other people still kind of just hammering out the details. And then Friday, big day on Pete's stream for best ball, best puck breakfast, if you will. So really exciting um, to get everyone involved, get more people checking it out. I expect on the day you're listening to this podcast Tuesday, me to post an article on pucklock.com that'll be free. Mainly just an overview of the tournament, um, just a few details and a few thoughts and just some strategy notes, nothing too crazy. Um, but I do think that like, there's a lot that is just so apparent to me, but I don't know how apparent it is to everyone else. So definitely if you, A, would like to try to win $20,000, get over on underdog.com, use promo code MSP. When you enroll up to a hundred, good for 10 additional want. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to mention about the tournament or anything? No, uh, you know, we, we tried barking up the right trees to get actual data for, you know, the articles, like you mentioned. And uh, everything else, and it just, it, you know, didn't happen. So it kind of sucks. You know, we'd love to actually put some data behind the theories that we have. But, um, yeah, you know, I know we've discussed the Zamboni a lot. And uh, I know in, uh, I know, I know the uh, community's in good hands when, uh, when you are the sort of face of NHL underdog stuff. So, you know, tune in and get some good thoughts, good ideas, and good information. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's about it. We've got the leader uh, of thoughts. Yeah, we, exactly. The thought leader here. <laughs> uh, we've actually got a kind of decent NHL slate here on Tuesday. Uh, the $15 really been neutered uh, without or with MLB back in the fold. Um, on Tuesday, we're back up to a 10K top prize. So, you know, uh, some interest, if you ask me. Um, and definitely a good thing to see. Um, as far as the, the slate's concerned, obviously there's a lot of outstanding items and things that we just don't know. Um, so hopefully this pod can sort of serve as a primer and some thought uh, starters, um, because as we get to this point in the season, Vegas lines are very, very uh, lopsided. 
uh, ownership is condensing heavily, especially as the casuals sort of fade away into baseball and whatnot. Like you're getting less of those galaxy brain lineups. So like, you know, we're getting literal 1% owned stacks that are decent in GPPs. We're getting, you know, 40% owned stacks that are obviously very good in GPPs. And just sort of to be wary of that as projection systems are very finely tuned and that the Vegas totals are just obscene. Um, so it's, you know, it's still the same game, but it's very much a, uh, you know, you're fighting the you're fighting the sharks at this point and ways to navigate around them. Uh, or how I like to play anyway. So this kind of fits my fits my eye. Uh, if you want to use a golf analogy, the course suits my eye here because we're looking for those low-owned plays, uh, the one percenters that can sort of differentiate us and navigate us around the field as we chase down first place. So uh, 10 games again. I don't know. Anything else off the top before we start with Washington, Boston? Uh, <laughs> or well, actually, yeah. I guess. You yeah, I'll, just, I'll run through yeah, those. So, so go ahead. Super, super fast. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not, this is going to be the fastest one, I promise. Um, Columbus at the Flyers, just 0% chance I bet this game. Uh, check puckluck.com tomorrow if you want, but I don't think, even if it said there's a massive edge, no thanks. Detroit back to back, Carolina back to back. Just again, I have no interest. Carolina could kind of pretty much clinch first place, but I think it's pretty unlikely that they actually finalize it. So I don't think they'll be resting too many guys, but minus 240, like, I don't know, get a life. Buffalo on a back-to-back against the Devils, as I was alluding to before, the Devils actually have something to play for potentially. Nothing crazy, crazy. And like I, I'm saying here, it's pretty unlikely they move uh, in either direction. But if they have a chance, like if Carolina does lose on Monday when you're listening to this, um, and they have a chance to get, get that first spot, they're going to go for it. So, again, I, I have no interest. Probably, like if anything, I'd take a peek at that under seven, but I don't even know if I want to subject myself to such things. Um, Washington at the Bruins, Washington back-to-back. The Bruins could literally play their entire AHL lineup. I think they still win because they just don't lose. doesn't matter what goes out in the ice. They just find a way to win. I'm just not going to bet it. Toronto is at Tampa, a back-to-back for Toronto. This is a pre, you know, exactly what we're going to get in the playoffs, except the first game will be in Toronto. Um, I have no idea what the lineups will look like exactly. Tampa did do a full practice. They looked normal. Check on that tomorrow. Toronto rolling out most of their big guns on Monday. We don't really know on Tuesday. I kind of assume they won't run guys on a back-to-back. Call me crazy. Not going to bet this game, especially at this point. Chicago is at Pittsburgh. You're probably thinking, wow, Pittsburgh must win spot. Looks like a big one. Well, they're minus 435 favorites at home. Can't even say it's completely insane, but I think if you're going to click on that number and bet on that chalk to hit in DFS, uh, you're, you know, you're playing against a lot of people in the field. We're going to get to that slate. I just think there's got to be a better bet in this game. If you like the penguins that much, like if you're like, I, I then they should, they're going to project fine. Like, yeah, just give a look at the props. What do you do? I'm minus 175 on the puck line. I, I don't know. Winnipeg on the back-to-back against the wild, the wild bench, or well, not really bench. They didn't play a lot of their guys on Monday due to uh, being extra cautious after Joel Erickson Eck is likely out for weeks. Um, into the playoffs, which really sucks. I mean, just blocking a shot, I believe, just not not what we want to see ever. Um, the Wild are slight underdogs here, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, the Jets are slight underdogs. I think I said Wild. I could I could see myself accidentally clicking on them tomorrow, but I, I feel like it's more of a feels play than like an actual like this is a good edge of a bet. Um, Wild have been a bit worse, but 
if they bring everyone back and they're playing them all, I don't know. Um, and at this point, we don't really know how meaningful this game will be for Winnipeg. If they win and um, the other game finishes in regulation with, I guess, probably Nashville being the preferred outlook, they, they're pretty much locking it up. Oilers are at the avalanche. I don't know. I mean, we said, I have no idea who's going to play this game. Like, I guess you could say they're jockeying for a position. Guys should be playing. I, I like the Oilers a lot. Minus 120 just feels steep to pay on the road when it just really doesn't mean much. Like, yeah, I'm just not going to touch it. Feels too random for me. So Seattle at Vegas um, feels like, again, nearly nothing to play for. Vegas has that number one seed pretty well in hand. I think they close it here themselves. Minus 155 feels steep, though. I get it's a back-to-back and all, but I don't know. Um, so, so far, I've bet nothing. This is going well. And then Vancouver at Anaheim. Man, I, I think I'm probably going to click on Vancouver with just how bad Anaheim is, minus 145. But on a back-to-back, you probably don't actually have to do it. So, I really don't know if there's anything on this 10-game slate that I'm, like, actively going to be for sure putting money on. It is just so incredibly ugly. And I do feel like there were some props worth looking into. But with so many back-to-backs and so much – ambiguity going into the slate. I really think I just have to wait till tomorrow to give out too much. But as of now, I, I think I'll bet on Vancouver. Um, but I, I think they're just playing well, honestly. And I just think Anaheim is much, much worse than that 145. Um, I probably click on a couple unders just looking through the almost every game is six and a half, but I think I'm going to come back to that tomorrow. Is there any under that you would like to maybe, maybe put a, put a flag plan on or like Washington Boston um, maybe or something, or is it just like, what are we doing? Probably only Detroit, Carolina, uh, maybe yeah. Vegas, Seattle. I, I could see those two. Um, really liking how Vegas's defense has shaped up, but that's uh, actually probably the one. It's it's tough it's because plus Vegas money is without six, Eichel. Um, and yeah. you know we we know Daniel Sprong exists to uh, to score goals and nothing else. So you know yeah. a little a little bit of uh, tension there for me, but. Um, it just feels like the edge you here is just not there. And you're really, really, really flipping coins. So I don't know. Yeah. You're already. Uh, I like the Detroit Carolina the Why don't we move on? Okay. All right. That's fine. No. I like that too, honestly. That's under six minus 115. I'll throw it in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Washington, Boston, though, starting things off. Um, so Boston back home, they could set the all time wins record. He's really, or I should say, uh, Bergeron's only been playing home games uh, over the past couple weeks, so I kind of expect him to draw in here. Um, maybe he doesn't. Maybe he just sits. Uh, you know, maybe he just sits here. But um, with that sort of history, with the home game, like you know, in the building uh, going on, uh, they do get a second chance at it in Montreal on Thursday. I kind of expect Bergeron to play and then to sit. So, you know, I take that for what it's worth. But um, so I'm expecting, you know, Pasta 10K to obviously be, you know, very good play. Uh, he, <laughs> he Now they're going to try and put, get him has 65 or 70 goals. Like he got the 60. Um, so if he plays, yeah, I, I obviously think he's got monster upside. Um, but I just kind of like uh, whoever plays in Boston. I don't think that's insane to say. Washington on a back-to-back. Um, I think Boston has a lot of incentive as much as they say they don't care about anything that goes on as far as like all-time records or whatnot. Um, I think they're still pretty 
pretty heavy incentive. Um, and keep an eye on their defense. McAvoy and Orlov missed last game. Lindholm, you know, could be the man out this time, meaning McAvoy or Orlov gets power play one. Uh, so just keep an eye on that, you know. Uh, fun stuff in Boston. Obviously, it's just an unbelievable story with uh, their they're setting the all-time record for a team that, you know, uh, I don't want to say was like, like frowned upon early this season, but like preseason, it was like, oh, like, are they going to be able to be top three in this division? And, uh, you know, they're all-time greats. So, you know, uh, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, uh, I don't think I'm going to play this game. It's, I, like I said, I kind of lean the under here and, yeah, I think Boston probably does it. They probably put it away. They, they, you know, it's a low event. I don't have a lot of faith in if they get up early, seeing some of these studs play too deep into the game because um, it's playoff time. It's cup or nothing. So, yeah, I'm going to probably fade it myself. Yeah, um, and I, I will say what we're really looking for is, like, the upside. So maybe stacking is a little thin. But, like, you know, we just saw it with posture. Now. Like, clearly a guy can get a hat trick and, you know, endlessly and uh boston you know on the power play etc like i think there's a lot of uh i still think there's decent reason uh one value option on the washington side craig smith has been uh you know shooting a bunch lately they're only playing 11 forwards i'm expecting ovechkin to miss again on tuesday he's not been officially ruled out but he didn't play at home um that's you know a little concerning as i look at it looks like craig smith just scored again good job me on monday um so you know probably going right back to that well honestly given he already has a goal and an assist in the first period monday um at 2600 yeah uh, sign me up for it he's a guy with historically awesome uh, shot rates he's playing alongside nick backstrom and i think he'll get a few extra minutes just with them uh, seemingly only rostering 11 forwards uh, in this spot. So that's it, though. Uh, nothing else that I'm interested in. So Detroit, Carolina, I will say uh, the one piece, uh, I'm interested to see if Steph Nason uh, keeps his power play one job all game. 2,600, you know, uh, not a ton of minutes, but clearly a whack it in type guy, where if you need another punt besides Craig Smith, Nason seems like a good option. Um, but Anyone else from this game that you're interested in? Because to me, this is just a full-on fade. Um, besides, yeah, like a punt. I, yeah, no, I, I don't know how I could possibly get myself here. I, I think if you're playing it, you're just praying for maximum efficient efficiency out of Carolina. That just has not existed yep. for a long time. So maybe you're thinking it's a get-right spot that Carolina won at. I would guess low ownership and very cheap prices gets there. Then that's to me feels thin here. Um, they're not shooting enough. They're not converting, like I'm saying. So you're, whoever goalies in effort Detroit, you're hoping just absolutely cannot stop a beach ball. And I'm not going to play that way in a 10-game slate. So we can move over to Buffalo and New Jersey, which, like I'm saying, it, this, this well, I think I already kind of alluded to, this game is the highest total of the night. Um, not incredibly surprising, I, I guess, with Buffalo, um, even though they're on a back-to-back. But a lot of expensive players, um, including – uh, Tage Thompson winger. Yeah, uh, that's been an interesting little wrinkle that the Sabres have thrown out there. Um, you know, it, it seems like it's because Tage is hurt, and we talked about that. Uh, we also said Darlene seemed like he was hurt, and holy shit. Um, I don't know if you ever went back and watched uh, this weekend's game, but I texted you, I like, did. hey, you should go. Yeah, it, I mean, um, 
I, yeah, you could give Darlene the Norris, and I'd be like, yeah, he definitely deserves it based on that game alone. Uh, it's just unbelievable. Um, the total here is kind of interesting because, like, you know, uh, obviously the Sabres are not great defensively, and they're probably going back to either Kami or Lukanen in goal. Um, but I don't know that I really trust, uh, like, I don't know if I trust the Sabres to score a ton um, against New Jersey, and I'm not convinced that New Jersey goes full bore in this game. Um, you know, Dougie Hamilton is sick, uh, so he could, like, be rested. But, like, if Carolina wins today, they're going to be three points up with two games to play. Um, the Rangers clearly could catch New Jersey, um, but, like, New Jersey has the tiebreaker there, too. So it's kind of like... Uh, you know, I don't know how much incentive there is to play a guy like Dougie Hamilton if he's clearly not doing well. And, you know, uh, Timo and uh, Hughes and he sure have played a lot of hockey this season. So, you know, I, I'm not overly uh, convinced that like all those guys stress in this game. So maybe the under there makes sense. But in any case, uh, just really expensive from a DFS perspective. And I don't know that like guys like Casey Middlestat really uh, fit the mold. That, that I'm fully interested in. Um, so any, you know, it's weird to say the highest total game, not that great of a DFS spot, but uh, what say you? Yeah, no, there is definitely ambiguity in New Jersey. And like, I was, I was trying to like very back and forth on if they have anything to play for and do you know more tomorrow? Um, Buffalo, it, 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 I guess the best way to put it is it, it is still tough to game stack this. Um, I don't feel great about any New Jersey defenseman, even if, like, so like Hamilton comes out, then I guess what severs into the top power play at 3,200, like maybe, uh, I don't know. Jack then, or Luke Hughes, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't know. Yeah. Luke Hughes is going to play. They just haven't announced if it's going to be this game or not. They have two games left. Yeah. So he will be playing, um, but maybe not both. So keep an eye on that. That, that is a good point. I just, <clears throat> this, this game feels yeah. very expensive yeah. to, also play into the highest total, which people just might be on inherently. I, I don't know if I'm going to get there myself. Yeah, I, I think we're at the point in the season where I'm very interested in spending up on defensemen because people are, you know, the, the, like the optimizers really want you to punt D and jam in the, the studs. Um, and that's just going to be very popular in tournaments. And, you know, there's so many defensemen that have just had unbelievable seasons that are in good spots on this slate. Um, so like, like, even if Dougie Hamilton doesn't play, I would need like, Hey, Luke Hughes is definitely on the top power play with Jack Hughes and Timo and T-shirt uh, in order for me to feel confident pulling the trigger at 2,500. Because I feel like what happens is, you know, uh, going to be the pretty standard, like, yeah, he gets, you know, two shots on goal, one block and you get four points and you're like, yeah, he played, you know, 18 minutes and it was fun. But like, you know, are you really expecting a five point like shots bonus or anything? Versus, you know, we just talked about two guys in the first two games alone where Craig Smith and Steph Nason clearly have shots bonuses in their profile. Um, you know, even though they have slightly more limited minutes, like I just think it's far better to like punt that in tournaments than uh, than the defense spot. But that's just me, you know. Um, so uh, moving on from that game, unless you had an, actually one more thing. Uh, the Quinn Paterka line got basically benched last game. Um, I, I'm not entirely sure what happened to merit that. Like, 
you know, I, I remember watching and thinking, wow, Paterka looks awesome. And maybe it was just because they were trying to hold the lead and they just really wanted to shorten the bench or something. Um, but yeah, there's some wonky minute stuff going on with Buffalo too. So if actually it's Buffalo two, Buffalo three now, I guess. Um, so if those guys sort of are popping in optimizers, like I would kind of X them out, um, you know, they, they pop sometimes and just even with this total, I don't think you, you should do it uh, just given the risk. So um, Columbus at Philly, do you want to lead us off there? Do I want to what? Do you want to lead us off do there? Say anything sorry, I use, no. yeah, I used baseball terminology. I'm sorry. No, no. I mean, the answer is I don't want to do it, but if, if like, I honestly, you know what? And I'll say it. I think it's the worst play in the world. I'll say it. I will say those words. With I mean, Frost and Faraday at five on five and the first power play. It's not the worst play that could possibly be played on this slate. Now it's 7,600. Therefore, I don't think I'm going to do it. But I will say that I can just see it. You know, this guy, no one's going to play him. He's really, really good at hockey. He had, was like, returned and was just a raids monster. And then he just stopped completely doing anything. I don't know. I don't know. Other than that, yeah, probably just not gonna. Maybe you could Columbus. Maybe I mean they're not so bad, right? They're, they're, they are. I think they're really bad, and so that's sort of yeah. where my where my head's going to is like, like this Philly team is playing some decent hockey. Like they're yeah. like they're really bad, but they're not like. I mean, I mean it, it shows in the standings. Like they are you know, <laughs> like they're not good enough or they're not bad enough to like truly be terrible. And like, you know, guys like Owen Tippett are like, just, I mean, every time you look, he's got like a 26 point DK night. Um, and he just did it against freaking Boston. Uh, this is Columbus. They're at home. Um, he's sub 6,000. I, I, I don't know. He's been around this mark for like two weeks now. And he went from 5,900 against Boston, putting up 27 to 5,900 against Columbus. Uh, that seems really good. I I don't know that you need to stack it with like a Wade Allison type, um, but I do recall a stretch where Wade Allison was actually like a decent prospect for them. Um, I, I don't think that's stuck by any means, but um there's also a chance that they continue to healthy scratch Tony D'Angelo and just roll five defensemen. Uh, I don't know why they're doing that. It's insane, but like, it's really, really good for fantasy. Um, so like the Tippett Risto stack, if that happens, is great. But I actually think Tippett's like one of the top point per dollar plays on the slate as far as like ownership considered upside. Um, so yeah, that that's like my main pitch. Like Joel Faraby sucks. He's going to be, I think he's actually going to be popular. He was like, I mean, it was a two game slate. So, you know, whatever, but against Boston, he was like 30% owned. Uh, like people picked up on it and he hit the shots bonus somehow. Uh, this is not a dude. You should expect to do that all that often. Um, so yeah. You know, if you're playing connect me, sure do it, but you know, I'm not playing connect yeah. for that yeah. price. Um, it's so expensive. Yeah. I, I think I'd, I'd have to play them both because yeah. And I, I kind of, yep. Kind of just agree with everything you said more or less. It's like yeah. I can see why I want to consider the Flyers and like whether <sighs> I mean, yeah, whatever. I'm I don't think I'm gonna get there myself, but yeah. I can see it. And if I do do it, I, I think I'm just putting in connecting. 
and just hoping yeah. that the peak game gets there. And like, like you said earlier, like people are going to not play any of these stacks. Like, is this a stack that just goes 1% or less? Yeah. You know? I, I, uh, I would imagine so. Um, that, like, that's why you play it. You, you're not playing it. And like, if you play connecting in therapy, you still have cap. And we already talked about some puns and there's going to be more. There's probably going to be puns we don't even know about tonight that are going to appear tomorrow. And you could still get another top end stack with that. Like that's why you do it. But how good of a stack is it really? I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's um, over six and a half minus one twenty. The Flyers are big favorites. Maybe some people pick up on it. I don't know. We can move on if you're ready. But yeah, no, actually, you're right. If it's a six and a half total, I think Farabee especially will be popular. Uh, maybe tip it too. I, I don't know. I, I guess I'll actually need to look at like the projection systems uh, to figure out, but we're going to get to some spots that, you know, uh, one New Jersey probably is pretty popular. Carolina looks like good values at their prices. Um, so I'm not sure where Philly fits into that with like the tip it Faraby stuff, but like connect will certainly be, you know, not overly popular on the Columbus side. You really like uh, you really have to like something to play it in my opinion um we're not saying it's bad clearly you know they got good players and condensed usages um and we saw david yurichek up uh with the team he's not on the dk slate though so even though he was paired with bokefist and got some power play time you know you just you can't do it so um really no sense in we're forgetting that we're forgetting them the revenge narrative against torts though they hate him so Oh, I guess how many go. players he didn't really got to be coached by Torch, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, literally. It's like not playing Boone Jenner. Only Boone Jenner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Boone yeah. Jenner revenge spot. There you go. It really is crazy how much of a turnover that team was from last year. Insane. But anyways, I, I will move on to Toronto and Tampa, which feels like honestly talking about an imaginary number because I really yeah. don't know what this game's going to hold. Um, neither team has a anything to play for at all. Uh, it's going yep. to be Toronto and Tampa in the first round of the playoffs, starting in Toronto yep. 100%. And Toronto playing too many guys on a back-to-back seems thin. And if they don't, I wonder if Tampa does, for whatever reason, that boosts their ownership. I, I just don't really think I'm going to buy into that all that much. Like, okay, if Kucherov yep. scores the first goal and, you know, they get up, how much are they really going to play the guy? I, I just kind of think, if anything, this game's going to be a fade for me. And I could yep. see myself teetering on that under six and a half just because of the things I'm saying. But as of now, I don't know. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's my guiding light. It's just the, 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 the games with absolutely nothing going on. Just I don't I don't have any interest in patty cake, regardless of how good the players are involved. And I just feel like this will be a game of patty cake. Uh, there's a lot of drama in Toronto right now, you know given. They may have to start Samsonov on a back-to-back lest they go to a literal OHL goaltender. Um, like they signed a guy on an amateur tryout just to be their backup tonight because the NHL will not let them uh use their emergency exception to call up a goalie. Um, so like it's a complete mess. it's honestly a joke. I, I think it's pathetic, but um yeah, I, I just don't think there's Matt, any the league is runs really efficiently. I mean, yeah, I would never talk shit about Gary Bettman ever. All right, I figured it out. Bet under on hits in this game for players that you can find because, uh, yeah, I like that. Because I, I honestly, and I know you might be thinking, like, well, aren't these teams gonna play in the playoffs or whatever? But like, I almost feel like you don't want to, you know, 
hey, you go out there and murder someone. So we just like get the series started on it. The war, like, I don't know, maybe, but yeah. like, I kind of doubt it. Like, I, I just, it's well, so hard to get fired up for this game. I, I, I get it, but like, I don't know. Yeah, Tanner, Tanner Janot is not back. So there's going to be no, uh, no. You know, there's going to be none of that. So there goes uh, 18 yeah. hits right there from the game. Yeah, but, I feel like, yeah. Okay, well, let's move on. I just yeah. it, it's an idea. Maybe I'll I'll play with it, but I doubt you'll find too, even too many of those offered. But yeah, we have Chicago and Pittsburgh next. And I yeah, I can we can talk about this game as much as you want, Matt. I guarantee people are going to be playing Pittsburgh tomorrow. You want to bet? Uh, Jesus Christ! Right, yes. Um, if they are not yeah. the, the only the only silver lining is that there's two lines on Pittsburgh that are worth throwing anything at. Um, looking at the last game, they won five to one. Top power play was Latang Gensel over Kel. Malkin Crosby. So you, you got your, you know, your Malkin and Raquel, you got your Crosby and your Gensel, Rustin Zucker, those last guys in, and, yeah. and you have Latang. Um, yeah. So my this question is, is just really going to be, because I, I don't, sorry, what? I'm cutting you off. No, this is easily going to be the highest own spot on the slate. Like, without a my question is, my question is, if you are going to make a Pittsburgh lineup, is there anything you're going to do to differentiate? Is there anything? You would suggest is there any bringbacks maybe is there just anything to do here to make you feel a little bit better about not like i mean how um, much water you need to, to drink to get over this chalk you know what i'm saying yeah i i, I literally I, just given yeah. uh one the way i like to look at the slates and honestly two given the way my season is gone i'm just kind of in like fuck it mode um so, like, to me, there's just no reason to think that, like, Chicago puts up any sort of a fight. Uh, they set, they sent down Lucas Reichel. Their AHL team is, you know, needing help to make the playoffs, basically. And they don't want Reichel to sit around and do nothing, like, you know, all spring, spring when he could be playing playoff hockey. So, they sent him down. They clearly do not care about winning games. That does not mean, though, that Pittsburgh's going to go out and try and score seven goals on them. Like, I understand it happens a lot where, like, hell, we saw it this weekend where uh, Toronto went out and put up seven on Montreal. I did that, too. And, and uh, Seattle well, who, put up seven on Chicago. Play? I mean, they, they said kind of needed it to clinch the spot. And, you know, I mean, Pittsburgh needs yeah. this game, too. Well, it, it's yeah. like it, there's only so much that you can expect your stars, like, to do, especially in a spot like this where it's like, yeah, are you really going to replace Cindy Crosby in a game where you're up four, four to one? Like in the dying minutes, like I get it. I just got burned by Austin Matthews having it up fucking what like, he got his like three point bonus in the third period of a six to one game with like a minute left. Like, why the hell was that on the ice? I don't know. With like um, the luckiest goal, just a yeah, weird yeah. balance. Yeah, he's like, so, I guess I'll put it in. Like, it happens, but I truly do not think that at this point in the season there's any reason to do that. And so, like, yeah, they're really good values. But I just I don't think you can like game stack this one. Um, I guess gun to head Seth Jones is like the way to do it if you're looking for some sort of reason that this game has you know ten goals in it instead of just like th- or five. Um, but it's really tough to spend up for me without like having much ability to differentiate my roster outside of like. like yeah, I literally don't know how I differentiate it. So it's like I don't really want to flip coins with uh, a bunch of opto donkeys. Um, so, you know, yeah, it is what it is. We know what the best play is. Like uh, Chicago's playing at nine o'clock at home and then having to travel for a 730 start time in Pittsburgh. Like, you know, it's a mess. But again, like the best plays don't always mean they're the best like 
you know, uh, lineups, uh, so to speak. And I just think I can build better lineups that have a better, you know, not a better chance of winning, but a better chance of finishing first um, more often uh, by going elsewhere. So that's what I'll be doing. Okay. I think, I think that's very fair. Um, what a fun, I, I what a fun sleep. My um, angle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess oh. my angle is if I'm playing Pittsburgh, I am going to bring it back with, with something on Chicago. And yeah, I just, I like, like it, it might literally be, be Boris, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 honestly, you almost like, eh, He's power blade two now. He's just like yep. he's bad. Whatever. I, I want to um, see what the lines are tonight. Yeah, got him already. But I, I kind of want to see how they actually roll it out. Let's see the first power play. You know, there is no more Lucas Reichel on that top unit. Who gets that bump? Let's see everything. But I, I'm, 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 I honestly think I'm not playing Pittsburgh without it because of exactly what you said. I mean, Pittsburgh needs to win this. But if they get up for nothing and Crosby has one assist and one shot, he's not getting there. It, 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 yep. You you know so. I think you got to get pushed and you need to pick the guys that can push them. Well, that would have been Lucas Reichel if he's here. He's not, let's see what happens. Um, but I, I really Indeed. think that it's going to be probably a bit more rare than you think to have those kind of bringbacks. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think that's fair. I, any, I literally think revenge that narratives? in Pittsburgh, Chicago. I uh, can't think. I was just wondering if Chicago had anyone that was like, oh, wait, this guy, but I don't think so. It's Boris season. I've been saying it for weeks. You're right. Minimum salary. <laughs> this is the guy. Thank yeah. you for reminding us all. Yeah. And he's and he actually, actually did shoot. Like he was shooting. Done deal. I mean, you lock it. Yeah. Five on five. If, he, if he's on the first power play, I am going to be betting every dollar I own on him <laughs> to score. No, I'm just kidding. But no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Caleb Jones. I mean, Kara. Yeah, well, Kachu kills penalties, gets some power play time, minimum salary. Just another dude who like will shoot the puck sometimes. That is perfect. Yeah, play, but... he, his grades are not that bad. bad. Just, yeah, okay, we, we gotta stop. We gotta stop. In a while, this, is, but... this is so painful. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, Winnipeg, people love listening to me talk about Boris. What Winnipeg? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Winnipeg, Minnesota. Uh, uh, so Minnesota I mean, left home. What are we gonna say? Caprice. Oh. Wait, what? No, go, go, go. I, 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 what you're going to say is exactly what I was going to start with, and then I stopped talking okay. because you, you were um, doing it. Okay, thank you for continuing to speak. Minnesota is leaving home. Uh, Kaprizov, Zuccarello, Spurgeon, Brodeen, Dumba. Uh, actually, Dumba's with the team, but not playing. Uh, in any case, in Chicago. But they're heading home on Tuesday. Um, at Minnesota still has, like, home ice to, to play for technically like they would need dallas to lose um in in you know it, like the sorry where am i going with that in the first round they would technically have home ice up for grabs um so i don't think that they're sitting all those guys against winnipeg um and you just said if winnipeg wins and something happens like winnipeg could clinch and therefore they would not send anyone to minnesota um, so that's a sneaky spot that we're not going to have perfect information on after morning skate, just because, you know, Winnipeg uh, on a back-to-back, Minnesota on a back-to-back, like you're just not going to get morning skates. Um, so in the case that like something like this happens in Winnipeg, you know, it's not rostering guys um, looking at it. I don't think Winnipeg can actually clinch tonight because um, Calgary can still actually no. no. Yeah. Okay. They play. Because they played, um, yeah, 
Yeah, they can't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in it, so I guess there goes a little bit out of that theory. But in any case, I'm expecting Kaprizov to play. Um, so I, I think he's an option. You know, it's not like anyone's really been all that good alongside him besides Matt Boldy, who isn't perfectly correlated. Um, but you can, you know, poke around the Gus Nyquist, um, Marcus Johansson stuff. Um, I would expect it to be Hartman, Zuccarello, Kaprizov if he plays. Um, so not a ton of value there. But there's always a chance that it's someone like Marco Rossi or Freddie Gaudreau, who just obviously are cheaper and thus a bit better. Um, those are just things we're not going to know, though. So a lot to unpack, but I kind of think now that I'm realizing Winnipeg will probably send everyone to play that there's really not a ton here uh, to like. But yeah. I guess yeah. keep it yeah. to the ground for what information we can get. 100%. Yeah, everything you just said um, is how I feel as well. Uh, a, we don't know about Minnesota. They, they The one thing we do know is they are going to play Flurry. So like almost makes me think they will roll out a bit of a playoff team, but it's hard to know. They've been <clears throat> not quite getting it done. This was a team that was kind of fighting for that first spot, and Colorado took it over in the Central pretty easily. They have really nothing to play for. Um, I actually, I posted it today. Let me just double check. I, I don't think there was any, well, I mean, they would have needed to win tonight and, um, Dallas would have needed to lose. And I think they just decided that wasn't going to happen. So never mind. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're locked and loaded right where they are. And they're going to be playing Dallas in the playoffs. Congratulations to them. That should be a fun series. I, I don't know who's going to play and not play, but I wouldn't be surprised if like a couple guys come back, but they keep Caprice off out. I mean, this was a guy that missed like a month of hockey played one game and you know, you're really going to push him again after losing Eric's neck. I mean, that guy goes down again and season's over. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah. All lot in the air. And if Minnesota, but the thing is, even if Minnesota is missing those guys and Winnipeg is, I guess, marginally cheaper than maybe you would think. I still think this will be a boring game. I still think Minnesota is good defensively. And I really don't have a lot of interest in, you know, going all the way on Winnipeg here when I think there's better spots um, in general. So I'm good to move on if you are. Yeah, uh, I'm good because this game is, uh, I'm really excited for this game. I do wonder just how much emphasis these teams are putting on uh, like first place in the West though. Uh, Edmonton at Colorado. Um, So the situation here is that Colorado uh, should be tied with Dallas with the game in hand uh, for the top spot in central. Um, And They are uh, they are three points back of Vegas. However, they are a game in hand on Vegas as well. So if Vegas loses, you know they they could uh, even get like home ice through the Western Conference final, which uh, given where they were like a few weeks ago is kind of crazy. Um, but it you know that's the situation. So both these teams are super motivated. Obviously, uh, Edmonton being. Uh, tied in games played but two points back of Vegas could also pass Vegas they hold the tiebreaker over Vegas so um, if Vegas doesn't take, take care of business yeah, that was, either of these teams could finish yes one. yeah I was gonna and uh, like yeah. I, I thought you were gonna get to it eventually like yeah like it, Vegas loses on Monday this game becomes potentially for the conference and I'll tell you as someone with an Edmonton to win the conference bet I would love it I'd be thrilled well as someone with a Vegas to win the conference bet and the, the division bet. I, I may kill you if you run pure here and get you you listen back, right? Do you you listen back to those? Uh, uh I have not gone through the okay. pre- I've only gone through the best ball stuff so far. 
I'm sure we also both said Boston to win the President's Trophy. Don't listen. Yeah, we did not. I I remember I had Carolina to to do it, and I had Carolina to win the East. And they're like, "What if we are the second most points in the league?" Ah, Close enough. In any case, yeah. No, this game is a yeah. Go go go. I will be inconsolable on Wednesday's podcast if uh, if Vegas loses and Edmonton wins, and we're looking at a. Edmonton winning the conference and division. Like if Colorado wins the, the conference and Vegas wins the division, like I would be okay. But if if you run out, if you suck out this Edmonton shit, I will actually lose my mind because uh I've not gotten anything from Evan Bouchard and, and whatnot. So it's it's just been pain, pain all around. Anyway, uh this game is a ton of fun. And again, I'm expecting almost so much ownership to go to Pittsburgh because they're so much cheaper. They're gonna have probably higher implied. Uh, team total and they've got like you know hyper condensed offenses and then McDavid and McKinnon are 2,000 more 2,500 more than Sidney Crosby and like these guys are awesome plays um you know like they are clearly mega mega ceilings this game environment should be absolutely insane um and so that's sort of where my concern comes in is like the you know I think these teams really do give a shit about home ice and it's important um but like if they don't that's sort of where it's like yeah you're spending a ton of money for again a game of patty cake between two teams that are locked into playoff spots with uh you know uh, without much else to play for otherwise given mcdavid's already hit his point threshold um you know things like that it's like you know a little concerning but i guess where do you come down on it because i think we know who the plays are it's just like a matter of are you all that interested in it i i mean i am interested in this game because I think there are uh, not that many, I mean, really it feels like there's not that many places to spend your salary cap on. And there's so many punts that could, I think actually get you to play like McDavid McKinnon, you know, get, get kind of a bit of a good game script going here. You know, likely, I think almost definitely no Makar. I, I think it's actually confirmed now. Um, so, you know, you don't have to worry about that, you know, high end expensive defenseman. I still think Evan Bouchard is in play, although it's been, he's leaving, leaving something to be desired. Uh, but you never know. You want to get, you want to strike when he decides to start scoring goals again. Um, it's so doable, in my opinion, to get this game stack. If the game's meaningful, I'm going to do it. If it's not meaningful, I'm going to get a feel for it. You know, I think we'll know by what these teams roster because that's, you know, I think Edmonton could sit, sit some guys, maybe not travel some guys if they don't think they need to. Because like you said, what's the point? Unless if McDavid really wants to get all 82 games in, maybe he does. But yeah, it, it, I think it's going to come because I think even if the game is meaningful, it's not going to push ownership as much as I mean, how much is it really going to move it, right? Yeah, like Bouchard like would be popular. Change their minds. Yeah, I think Bouchard yeah, will be popular, and then McDavid McKinnon will pick up some ownership. But like, I don't think Drysidle's getting owned at eighty eight hundred, and you know maybe he should because <laughs> like that's really expensive. Um, but we're looking at you know Zach Hyman, uh, Nugent Hopkins, Evander Kane, Val Nichushkin, like Miko Ranton in eighty three hundred. I think is going to go massively underowned relative to Jake Gensel, and Ranton has been nothing short of the best player in the league uh, for the last yeah, like few yeah weeks. he has like, been uh, unreal. Um, and so, not and not been rewarded enough as like far as goals are concerned and really, really good expected numbers hitting bonuses and just not getting the goals to follow. It's yeah. It's coming together at the right time for him. And I think he is, again, if you're drafting Colorado, I am like making sure I get him in my stacks over on underdog fantasy promo code. Okay. We can, (laughs) we can move over to the. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, I, I'm like kind of interested in Devontae's as well. He played 30 minutes last game with no McCard, no Bo Byram. Uh, there's a chance that Byram was sick. He draws back in and maybe they set a guy like Devontae's after playing, you know, 30 minutes. Uh, so if we get any like condensed minutes like that, I would definitely play them over an Evan Bouchard, who I do expect to be pretty popular. Um, and just frankly, hasn't been great from a fantasy perspective, despite continuing to project really well. Um, so that'll be something I, you know, have to stomach, but in any case, I'm very interested in that game. Uh, honestly, pretty interested just in the last three games that we have here. Cause now we're looking at Vancouver at Anaheim, um, Vancouver having to play LA tonight, you know, these things could change, but we got a top line Connor Garland alongside Pedersen last game. And we also got a 21 minute Phil DiGiuseppe night where they just said like, actually Miller Besser, uh, DiGiuseppe is our top line and we're just going to play the hell out of it. Um, and it worked, you know, they won. So maybe that sticks and maybe they perform well against LA. Um, so any interest in Vancouver here in a spot where, you know, uh, they're going to be overlooked for Danny. Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, not sure if you've if you've heard, but the ducks are bad. Um, maybe you've heard about this, maybe not. Uh, if you haven't, let me be the first to tell you. Bad. Yeah, I'll, I'll take um, a look. I'll need to get I, I can definitely I, I could really see myself playing like Besser Miller, Pedersen, and uh, maybe even DJ Seppi. Everyone knows I love myself with DJ 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 DJ. Why can't I not say it? just said it? Giuseppe. Um Love the guy. Guy shoots the puck a lot. Hasn't scored a little bit again. You know, throw throw that goal bet. Throw back in a lineup. I'm in for it. Uh, yeah, I could see a scenario where you say, I guess if I'm going all the way, I might as well throw Quinn Hughes in the mix. If I think all these guys are going to score all these goals, Quinn Hughes, a guy that's almost a point per game player that hasn't got a point in the past uh, four games going into LA. You know, could make it five. LA is pretty good defensively. Might get overlooked in these kind of stacks when you may be pinching pennies to get in, I don't know, yeah. say Pittsburgh. Um, I might, instead of playing Pittsburgh, not, you know, spend that cap there, spend it elsewhere, get some punts involved and get a Vancouver team at a much lower ownership with, as you're saying, potentially very condensed minutes. Um, all of the very useful condensed minutes on the top power play as well. I mean, the only other guy is Kuzmenko, who saw 11 in that game you're alluding to, was on the top power play. Don't love that myself, but not much you can really do about it. You could just not play him would be an, that would be uh, one idea. Anyways, Besser, Pedersen, Miller, Di Giuseppe, Quinn Hughes, five-man sack. You might be signing me up. Yeah, I'm in. Um, I I think that's perfectly viable because, you know, you know, Vancouver is a team that can give it up and Anaheim is a team that for all their faults, they do have some talent. They can kind of score. And it's not like you're fighting a ton of ownership when Vancouver, you know, when, when Anaheim scores a bunch, it's not like you're worried about Vancouver being like super chalk and, you know, like having to play a game stack to differentiate in that way. You can just say like, yeah, okay, Frank Fatrano scored twice and like, I don't need him because yeah. he's 5,300 and no one played him. So like, I can just play a Vancouver onslaught and just hope for a like kind of fun game environment. I think that's perfectly reasonable. And I just really do like the values on these Vancouver pieces. Uh, you know, uh, you, you've listed the five man that I would consider. Um, but I do like getting off of these cheap defensemen, you know, Bouchard again, going to be really popular. And I just think spending a little bit more for guys with mega upside, um, at a position where I am expecting the field to just be happy taking, you know, 7.1 or, you know, 9.9 out of their D slots, get a guy who can get 25 in there 
yeah, you're going to be hurting it forward, but you just kind of hope you lose forward by less than you win defense. Um, so I like that idea. Um, last game of the night, though, Seattle, Vegas. Uh, I mentioned the under here. I think Seattle like will ice a full team. Uh, we know that Vegas is sitting Eichel. Uh, clearly, there's some sort of injury concern with Eichel because they have a reason to like try to clinch home ice through the playoffs, obviously. Um, and Eichel hasn't played the last last game and now this game. Um, so I don't know how much I like Vegas from a DFS perspective, um, but I do kind of think that like this game has some value to it. Um, specifically on defense without Shea Theodore. Uh, Petrangelo has been nothing short of excellent uh, lately. You know, he has the 36 in there, but he's getting double digits like more often than not over the past three weeks or so. Um, and so he's the sort of guy where it's like, yeah, mega upside. Um, obviously a really good game environment if uh, if Seattle's scoring. Yeah, like that seems good. Um, and there's Nick Hague at 2,700 who like is a good prospect and whatnot. And then Ben Hutton at 2,900, who's like new Shea Theodore for some reason, question mark, uh, getting second power play run. Uh, so a lot of the options there. Uh, any thoughts on you on this game? Are you, are you chasing this Jared McCann hot streak, which like, I don't know how he can have a hot streak given how good his season has been. Um, yeah. but he's on another fucking bender. <laughs> no, I mean, I, and I was very high on Jared McCann coming into the year. I'm sure as you revisit our best ball talk, you'll hear me go at length about this guy could score 30 goals. And he's like, what about 40? Yeah, whatever you want to do, my friend, just help me win the money. Um, he's great. Uh, I don't think I'm chasing it here. I don't think I'm chasing anything here. I think I am all set to kind of move past this game. I think it'll be a pretty four line type of situation for both teams. You know, Michael, as you mentioned, he's very, very, very good and useful as far as moving the, the needle offensively. And um, I don't think that either of these teams are that interested in playing a very high pace, high volume, massive expected goals number. So you're going to be praying for efficiency that I just don't think you need to do here on a 10 game slate. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think that's fine. Uh, so you want to do top stacks, guarantee goals and close it down? You know, there's nothing I'd rather do. Perfect. Um, but let me pull up the thing to send the thing. So we have it on the site. Uh, pucklock.com. Um, you've heard of it. We've mentioned it before. If you don't know about it, you'll hear about it more all, all off season and into next year. Um, so stacks, um, you know what, Matt, do you want to go first? Last time out, I'm looking at last time out. Uh, looks like you had a good one in Jack Hughes. Uh, not so great that Dougie mm-hmm. put up zero after Hughes put up 34 yeah, he, and a half. So yeah, he, he, New yeah, Jersey that was, I did uh, that. Uh, capital stack john carlson did stuff ov wilson didn't and you went oh for two on guaranteed goals that's unfortunate because i went two for two i held up my end of the bargain go hard at finally freaking scored um so and, and i had two stacks that you're, were, you're uh, good i'm stupid yeah um and colorado was very good and uh, vancouver not so much so you know uh, i guess three out of four not bad for me and for you well we'll get to we'll get back to work here so uh what do you got for me with this? You want me to do it? Okay. I mean, yeah, uh, Vancouver. Give me give me JT, give me uh, Brock, and give me Teacher something. Okay. Um, I will grab Colorado. Uh, I will go McKinnon and Rantanen with Devontae's. Uh, why not? 
Right, it worked so last time. Run it back. Tate, it was Rantanen. Is it McKinnon? Rantanen and McKinnon. Was Tate's. It? Yep. McKinnon. Okay. Mac Taves. Those are good players. I've heard of them. Um, okay. What was another one I said I liked? I feel like I didn't say many. So I'm going to have to. Wow. Looking back, I said I liked like zero stacks. I feel I was like, I, I like three. And you just named Welcome one of my to three. Pittsburgh Chalkland. Like, that is exactly why yeah. uh, they're going to be 40% owned. I know. Okay. Going to have to go out on a limb. I feel like not even that far, but a little ways. Boy, you're, you're probably not going to ever even heard of these guys. Um, they're coming to stack around Connor McDavid. Oh wow! Go the games. Go. I guess a game stack there. Um, but I get. I, I get why you wouldn't do it. I guess I could see it. Um, but I think McDavid. What he played with. I mean, he kind of played with everyone, right? He's pretty good. Well, he's he for everyone. Minutes last game and still just nuked. Um, what are the prices? I guess I'll just go with. Mc, um, do I go Hyman? Simon bad. Let's look. I'll go Bouchard for sure. Sure. Let's just do it. I think it'll be a little bit chalky, but I think if you play like yep. if you do this Vancouver thing I did, which I think leaves a lot of room to actually get this all to work. Uh boy. I'll Nusha Hopkins or Hyman. I'll go Nusha Hopkins. Why not? Sure. Uh the hundred point man. Yeah, hundred um, points is cheaper than Hyman. Like I get the rates, but like I don't know. I didn't yeah. recently. I will They're both um, fine though. Yeah, let's see. I will. Um, okay, actually, I just figured out my guarantee goals easily. So um, I'll, have him, um... I'll have what he's having. All right, uh, um... let's do let's do some cheap New Jersey stuff. Um, you know, I know I... talked a little bit about this game being kind of weird, but um, right now it does seem like actually. We had line actually. Okay, never mind. I saw we saw lines earlier today, but we were told not to put too much stock in them because people were missing. Um, so for right now, I am going to go with Hughes, Brat, and Andre Pilat. Um, you know, Brat's back on that top power play and is 5,100. Uh, Andre Pilat is 3,500. Uh, that seems way too cheap. Like, yes, obviously Jack Hughes is pretty expensive, but you know, 8,200 for his profile is actually not that bad uh, when you're considering McKinnon and McDavid or 2,000 more. Um, I like him straight up over Sidney Crosby. So I think that's a lot of value that you're getting. And, you know, I haven't tried it, but I think you could play that with, uh, with the Colorado guys I mentioned. Um, so yeah, guarantee goals. Uh, DJ, are you ready for me to tell you my two Locked guaranteed goals. Stone cold box. All right. Uh, we are running over. back. But the we are running back the Sunday oh, Flyers Bruins game because Pavel Zaka centering uh, David Pasternak. You know, I know that I said I expect Bergeron not to play. I kind of think Krejci sits out because Krejci's really old and like not that important. So <laughs> I do think Zaka plays and centers pasta. So there's 4,100 and then 5,900. Owen Tippett, like the dude is a monster. He's playing against freaking Columbus. Like, come on, people, uh, keep up. I think Tippett smashes here. Uh, so give yeah. me Zaka and Tippett. 
Okay. That's, that's it's a good time. I like it. I, I can see where your head's at. I can see where you're going. Wheels are in motion. Um, okay, let's look. Let's look. I keep finding players and I'm like, uh, man, that guy's not on this slate. Uh, I will go with the first guy. I'll go with Nutrushkin, you know. I didn't include him in the stack, or you didn't include I him did in your not. stack. I did so not. I guess it, it, it's fair enough. Do you have his price? I'm not looking at it. Sixty six hundred. You know what? All right, so it's a 44. 44. 40, indeed. 44. Let me go down. I've looked at a bunch of guys that might be good. So this should give me a, a good a good thought process into the, the final guy. 44. Boy. Socket. No, I was kidding. Um, ooh, you know what might be a uh, boy. Is Mason McTavish back? I don't think he's back. He might not be. He's not shooting. Okay, I'm just gonna pick someone here pretty quick because I, I I'm honestly just seeing a lot of names that are that are bad. Do so we go with the Chicago bring back the guy that I see you? You know, walk no toward the light, left. DJ. Walk toward the light. What's that mean? Means whatever you want it to mean. I am going to pick a player by the name. God, this is this is brutal. <laughs> you know what? Is there, any, is there anyone on Pittsburgh that I could actually put in? I mean, I guess no. Jeff Carter? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> what about what other team might score goals? Let's look. No one? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is tough. All right. That's it. That's it. After further review, I am going to play. I am going to pick after all this consideration. After everyone, I'm going to do. Oh my god! Athens, see you. Screw it. Athens, see you. Perfect. All right. Well, you know, after so much thought, Athens, see you is absolutely scoring a goal here. Uh, so let's close this show down. Uh, stay tuned to the Discord. There's going to just be so much news um, that comes out Tuesday. Uh, hopefully, we primed you for the excitement to come. DJ, any final thoughts before I sign off? Final, final thoughts are get into the Zamboni drafts, uh, rankings coming, article coming, um, everything is just on the way. Good stuff. If you haven't drafted it yet, let me know if you need any help or any questions or anything of it. And like, don't feel stupid. Like people have never done basketball before. It's not stupid to be like, I have no idea what that even means. Yeah. What, what are you doing? Um, so ask me and I will tell you and I'll send you this article because I'm telling you what it is and how it works. Yes. And, breaking and, it uh, and follow us on Twitter uh, at DJ Undis Mitchell 94. That's where you'll see whatever DJ is doing. Um, you can follow me at fake moods and follow the podcast at morning skate pod. And of course, uh, get in the discord by DMing uh, one of us, any of us uh, to sort of have a more direct line to, to us and to our community. Uh, that's full of helpful people and people who are a lot of fun. Um, so that'll do it from us. Uh, thank you all for listening. From Doug, from DJ, from myself. Have a good slate, everybody, and we will see you.